1: Today on Getting Real
2: with the Housewives, Danielle Cabral opens up about her relationship with Rachel Fuda. But she went back and made me
3: look like the bad guy to Margaret when we were just, you know, coffee talking
2: together. And that's what I had the problem with. Plus, Teddy Mellencamp alleges she had a one-night stand with Matt Damon, and Mauricio claims Kathy and Rick Hilton had tremendous anger towards him. We've got that plus so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly executive producer Mandy DeCamp, and we are still in Ireland in New Jersey. I love it. And, and next week's gonna be in Ireland too. So surprise, three weeks yeah, dragging that trip out, but
4: I don't mind it. It's it's a fun trip.
2: It is a fun trip. All right. Let's see what you guys had to say about last week's show. Joanne says, Danielle is so perfect for the show. Love her. She's spunky and brings so much laughter. Teresa, Jennifer, Dolores, and now Danielle are my favorite girls on the show. I agree. I think Danielle is great for this.
4: I do too. I mean, her accent's funny. Everything about her is pretty, like there's a, she's got a sense of humor. I think she, I like her. I like her I'm right to say it like it is. Definitely. All right. So Karen Sue said, gotta be honest with you. I woke the F up when Jen Fessler said that about James Gandolfini, may he RIP. I was like, yes, tell me more. Same. And we okay. even after, I mean, you said it in the intro, Teddy and Matt Damon. We got to talk about that in a little bit.
2: Seriously, it should be like a new thing. Housewives hooking up with celebs. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Um, And then the real Tanzanian said, ladies, Dana season two came in with Brandy and spoke about $25,000 sunglasses. Kim called her Pam. Thank you. Now we figure out where Dana came from. I love it. Thank you guys.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Always count on you guys to... Loop us in
2: on these two. No. Totally. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this week's news. And like Mandy said, Teddy Malik claimed that she once had sex with Matt Damon. This is crazy. So during the, it's insane. So she was on the series XM Jeff Lewis live show with uh, Tamara Judge. And Tamara says, Can we talk about the celebrity that Teddy boned? People still say boned, um, oh <laughs> right? So she then cried, no, oh my gosh, you cannot tell Jeff. Well, despite her um, protests, Tamara said she mentioned it on a podcast and then went back and told the producers, take that guy's name out. So now I tell people, if you guys want to know, just DM me and I'll tell you who it is. Well, Talies then said, I'm like, stop telling people I did not want to want to out this guy. And so she was unwilling to name names, but she did share some clues saying um, I was 20. I had a fake ID to get into the club. He was probably 30. All I can tell you is that he has a very famous best friend as well. That's all I'm saying. Well, she... Tamara then said that the, you know, the, his name begins with the letter M. His last name begins with the letter D. Finally, somebody guessed Matt Damon. Tamara then nodded. Um, Teddy was definitely embarrassed, but of course, that clue, a famous best friend, Ben Affleck, but this is crazy. This is wild. Like, so I have
4: two favorite actors who are like my hall pass. I don't know if my husband knows, but it's Matt Damon <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio, neither of which will ever happen, but. A
2: girl's
4: dream, and like Teddy Mellingham hooked up with my favorite actor.
2: This is insane. I can't, I can't, I can't get over that. But yeah, I mean, this was a long time ago, like over twenty years ago. Both yeah. are happily married, both have children, but. Hey, I wonder if there's like more of these hookups. I'm sure there's so many more of these hookups. that we. I hope they up. all come out because <laughs> I, I live for this stuff. <laughs> I do too. I love it. <laughs> all
4: right. Well, E. O. Umansky claimed that his sister-in-law, Kathy Hilton, and her husband, Rick Hilton, were upset when he left Rick's company to start the agency. Um, he has a new memoir, which we're going to chat with him soon about that. Um, and he said, he and Kathy held tremendous anger towards us, which is not the way I choose to live my life. Naturally, Kyle was very hurt by the reaction. It was a difficult pill for her to swallow. Um, In his book, he claimed he decided to start the real estate brokerage, the agency, in 2011, after Rick refused to make him a full partner at his own company. He said, so I went home to Kyle and told her what had happened. She agreed with me that it was very unjust, but ultimately, it didn't matter what we thought. In my opinion, Rick wasn't going to change his mind, and he wasn't prepared to pay me what I earned. He went on to say that he would have stayed at his brother-in-law's firm if they paid him what he deserved, showed him an inkling of professional love, and gave him a promotion. He alleged for their part, they didn't see it that way. They couldn't understand how I could just make the decision overnight and not give them a chance to convince me otherwise. So he also said that um, Rick stopped speaking to him after he left, and that he also extended that cold shoulder to Kyle as well. He wrote, they cut all communication and no longer invited us to Thanksgiving dinners or other holidays. Well, this is... You know, we've been waiting for this info yeah. for a long time. I mean, I think that we had known there was some business drama in the past, but we didn't know this, ex- the extent of it. And we didn't know all the details. And I have to say, we're only hearing Mauricio's side and I would like to hear the other one. However, Team Mauricio, like, yeah, I'm not promoting you and not paying you and you want to start your own firm. And I mean, look how successful it is now. Seriously. Like he must've
2: been doing something right. I totally, I agree with you too. Like if you're not, if you're not feeling valued and you know, you went to them with your problems, it's not like you just got up and left. Like you told them like, I want more money. And you know, I- I want a bigger responsibility. And they said, no, then I mean, it was kind of like maybe his only other option. But I agree with you. Love to hear the other side. Yeah, hopefully we'll get that soon. Yeah, totally. Well, this was a very, very scary story. I certainly back to Tamra Judge because she shared a really emotional video after her daughter, Sophia's School, went into lockdown because of a possible shooter, like literally every parent's worst nightmare. Uh, She posted some screenshots of her 17 year old's text via her Instagram story. Um, And her daughter wrote, we're having a shelter in place, not a drill we're being locked in the classes with the lights off i'm in a classroom we're hiding right now just heard police sirens so she described the message like we kind of said no as the text no parent wants to get before sharing an emotional video about the situation she said you get the text and you're so helpless there's nothing you can do in this effing world i'm so sick of it i'm so sick of what's going on my daughter now doesn't want to go back to school it's her senior year this has got to stop it has to stop said that students were laying on the floor in fear um, of blocking the classroom with bookcases. One teacher handed out hammers. Another had a fire extinguisher ready. Um, kids were crying, saying, I don't want to die. I can't even imagine. Um, well, KTLA um, reported that the San Juan Hills High School was placed on lockdown that morning after a man walked on campus, told security he had a weapon, Um Officers later share that he had um, a, a pocket knife. He was um, taken into custody and arrested for trespassing. But I could not even imagine, you and I both mother anybody getting this type of text message or phone call from their child um, during a lockdown situation. And it's just insane to me that this is just all too a reality for so many people.
4: So horrible. So horrible. And I'm really happy that Tamara shared her, st- her story because mm-hmm. I think it's so important for people who have a following like her to,
2: to speak up and talk about yeah, it. Definitely. So scary, but glad everybody is okay. All right. Well, let's get into this week's real talk. And we wanted to revisit more of our conversation with Danielle, who gave an update on her relationship or lack thereof with Rachel Fuda and where she kind of stands with Margaret right now. Take a look. Well, you and Rachel kind of go at it. I mean, now that some time has passed, do you still think that she's a rat? So, I get
3: asked this question on the show a lot, too. OK, I mean, the definition of a rat really is someone that goes back and says this says things. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what she does. So I, I, I'm and, and rat's a very bad word where I come from, too, Christina. It's not the nicest thing. It's actually worse than any curse in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she <clears throat> <it's just clears> said, <throat> right. here's my thing. If you, if you, the, here's what the problem was. She went back and said things in a way that I did not say them. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's not necessarily a rat. Maybe that's a troublemaker in a way. If she would have went back and told Margaret, oh, my God, me and Danielle were talking and de-de-de-de-de. okay, but she went back and made me look like the bad guy to Margaret when we were just, you know, coffee talking together. And that's what I had the problem with. Not that she went back and told Margaret everything that I said, really. It's that she spun it mm-hmm. and made me look like the bad guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems so like that's my- why I got Yeah, no, it seems like Margaret, you know, obviously maybe stirs the pot a little bit about this season. How do you feel about her? And when I was watching this episode, it seems like when her friend Laura was brought up at the table while you guys were in Ireland, she looked a little nervous about what could be said.
1: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are.
3: Yeah, and at that time, <laughs> I didn't know how close they were. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Laura and her were like childhood friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I was sympathizing in a way with Margaret when she said that this woman is thirsty. She's coming for me. She's coming for me. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're in this world. A lot of people are going to come for you. But then I found out they were they were friends. Mm-hmm. Like that girl knows some things, right? And that changes Everything. Mm -hmm. She's not just some friend she met at a red carpet event a year ago. She's her friend for a long time. Mm Um, so and at that point, from what you saw, I didn't know any major bomb. I didn't really know anything big that this woman was saying about her. I I was asking about it. Mm -hmm. But you'll notice when people don't want to talk about certain things, they do the bob and weave. You know, the bob and weave the deflect and you you try talk about conversation a but they deflect to conversation b mm-hmm.
2: and you're like wait
3: wait huh kind of what happens a lot now
2: yeah seems like she still thinks uh rachel's a rat and margaret is uh still has that arsenal of information on everybody She does this storyline is not dying it's uh, it was not very- dying anytime time soon again yeah <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Let's recap this week's episodes and we'll kind of uh talk about Danielle and Rachel. I'm still like so confused about still what's going on about this. It's Me like too. like you know, somebody said she was like, yeah, you know, this that's kind of the nature of what the housewives are. Like you talk about each other and then it gets back to that person. Like that's just yeah. what happens in these situations. So I think Rachel was just kind of like doing her job.
4: Yeah, it feels a little bit like the newbies are trying to have a storyline, but the storyline is a little weak. You know, it's a little bit like okay, let's move on from this. I don't need to be talking about this three episodes later. Um, and let's move on to Teresa and Melissa because that's what we're all here for, right?
2: One hundred percent. And I mean, I what did you think about this? About her bringing up. Antonia, I totally agree. Like, kids are off limits. Like, that's not what this is about.
4: I agree. It was also, I think it was Rachel who brought yeah. up, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do your girls get along with Melissa's kids? I feel like that was a very pointed question for Rachel to bring up. I think she was trying to stir the pot with that question. Um, so the question itself was kind of in poor taste, I thought. Um, and I thought it was completely wrong of Teresa to bring up Antonia. And I mean, she, she had a valid. Reason for not going to the Sweet 16 She said that she was on cheer If she had made mm-hmm. the competition She'd be off the team Very valid reason It's not like she chose not to go Because she doesn't like her Right Um but it, the fact that they're even talking about it on the show, it's
2: now a storyline and it's involving the kids and now we're talking about it. And it's yes. not right. You know? No, definitely. Like kids yeah. are off limits. And I kind of liked how Melissa like kind of shut it down. Even when the other ladies tried to like bring it back up and tried to talk about it. She's like, you know, we're just going to let this one go. Like kids yeah. are, should not be involved in this. And it was interesting when she called Joe and she said like, you know, I now I don't really want to go to the wedding. And Joe thinks that Teresa, Teresa was kind of maybe kind of laying these like little landmines being like, you know, maybe you guys shouldn't come to the wedding and maybe he feels yeah. like he, she was pushing him not to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
4: I don't know about that because again, like I said, Rachel's the one who asked this
2: question. Yes. You
4: know, I don't think it was like, plan- I don't think Teresa said, Hey, Rachel S. I don't think she like plans this right yeah necessarily yeah
2: I mean uh, you can tell that Melissa is not happy about not being in a wedding like she said it in the car too she was just like well you could have just had me in the wedding and then you could have shown our kids that we are still all close and yeah. I mean a lot of people in the comments were saying this week being like Teresa that had no obligation to have her in the wedding and I agree she doesn't but I mean no, sometimes family like uh, <laughs> I know
4: I mean I think I said it a while back like it's odd that she's having like Dolores yes. and over Aiden it would be one thing if she just had her girls in the wedding party exactly her four- which girl. she probably should have and I think you know second wedding you're a little bit older yeah. that's personally what I probably would have done yeah. I wouldn't have a whole entourage of bridesmaids um, but that's me, you know right. and I'm, I'm very much not Teresa No We're well, up it, to it, it, and- <laughs> Right, but it also
2: She made it seem that like this was Louie that really wanted these, this big over the top wedding. Cause I think when Dolores was talking about going, like having another wedding, she would be like, you know, we'll just go somewhere small and do it. And yeah. then, then Teresa was like, that's kind of what I wanted. But Ter- Louie wanted this big over the top thing. Right. I don't know. I do not still, the jury is out for I me know. on Louis. I can't make up my mind no. about this guy.
4: I just always go back to that weird selfie video
2: that I know. Like, oh, I know. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I can't with Louie. <laughs> I can't with Louie either. Um, Jen, what else happened this episode? Jen Fessler, can make her a full-time housewife for me, please. I love her. Like yeah. she is hysterical, boobs out. She was just having like the time of her life in Ireland. And her and Jackie tugging those Guinnesses. Yes. I mean,
4: that was, I actually laughed out loud, genuinely. Like, I was like, this is a Housewives that I love. Watching them in Ireland, picking these random
2: people to compete with. I mean, Jackie can chug a beer. She could chug. Good for her. I mean, chug that beer. Like, do it, girl. I, that was amazing. I have to ask you, though, Mandy, did you know what a bug-a-wolf was? I had no idea what a bug-a-wolf was. <laughs> I, I that. was a made-up word. <laughs> I did, too. I love that they were, like, looking it up, though. Yeah. But I agree. I forget who said I think it was Jen Fessler that said you know that like Jen Aiden was waiting on this one forever and thought she like had like the best zinger and totally. fell flat
4: yeah totally it was, really <laughs> it was good but like
2: you said we're, we have one more week in Ireland and it looks like things kind of get emotional next week between uh, Teresa and Melissa so yeah I mean, we we know how this story ends, so there's sure. no uh, record. And but the reunion <laughs> yeah. does the reunion. I think films either this week or next week. So I mean, we'll kind of wait and see what happens between them. But you know, Teresa said I think in a recent interview that she's ready to see them, but yeah. it's her job, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. It right, is into- oh, how all these reality
4: shows, like with Vanderpump Rules, too. Um, we know the ending, you know, so we know the real time ending. So it's it's. Putting a different it's like different watching them back Knowing what we know knowing that she's not going to be At the wedding knowing that you know um, It's interesting I don't hate it but
2: It's it, it changes how you watch it it really does. It totally changes how you watch it. All right, let's get into our social spotlight. Um, mine goes to uh, Teresa Judice because she did post some really fun, like behind the scenes uh, moments from Ireland or like just a group photo. One where they're all posing and another like silly, um, silly moments. So it seems like they actually do have fun together um, at times. But yeah, no, I, I definitely like I, li- I like this trip. I like uh, the island trip. Me too. Also, wherever they stayed is gorgeous. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. So nice. Um, mine goes to Bethany Frankel
4: shared some pics with her boyfriend Paul um, and they just happier than ever and she said it's a long caption but I'll just read the end of it she said find someone with similar travel goals and style as you and I totally agree with that like basically they she's saying that we hate crowds and plan and plans but like people watching and being able to, to observe so they off season vacation which is exactly what my husband and I do and it's, I love it you got to find a
2: partner that
4: agrees with you when
2: it comes to vacationing because i can cause some big fights 100 yeah, i always said that you make a break I, friendships relationships anything when you go away with people oh it really yeah it's so true no so true <laughs> i love it so much but she seems really happy so yeah, good yeah. for her all right well that is it for this week's episode of getting real with the housewives please keep commenting whose side are you on rachel danielle teresa Melissa i know you guys have a lot to say about Jersey so keep it coming and we will see you guys next week.